0: the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Inside the Healing Room presents Vibes Up, an online course in self-healing and energy awareness. Four episodes will be dedicated to the audio portion of this online course. Visit EvangelineHemrick.com for more information. Hey, my friends, welcome back. This is part three in a four-part course on energy awareness and self-care. How's it going for you so far? Are you tuning in more to your own energy field, possibly having some deep exploration and I hope fun with the whole process of getting to know yourself energetically just a little bit better? And I've had a lot of questions come in about how do I get there? Am I supposed to be able to Connect in with all these levels of my energy body just randomly while I'm walking my dog or while I'm at work. The answer to that is yes, you can eventually, but it's going to take getting comfortable and practicing with changing brainwave states. I think that's the biggest key in learning how to tap into your energy, accessing a different brainwave state than you might be used to being in. I think this is why meditation is very hard for some people because they stay in beta, which is highly functioning, getting things done, making your grocery list, thinking about a million things that you have to do, running around like crazy like we all do in our extremely busy lives. In order to access this other world that you have, you have this entire universe inside of you that you have access to. It's going to take learning how to change brainwave states. And to do that mindfully and on purpose takes some practice. And if you think about the process of hypnotherapy or guided meditations, it's all about kind of being a tour guide for your brain and taking your brain in a different state. Guided imagery will have different colors, different sensations. It will sometimes even have you count backwards, you know, count down from 10 or go down steps. All kinds of techniques are used to access different levels of your mental capabilities. And that's what meditation requires. After a while, your mind gets used to switching gears. But at first, it can be daunting and it can be be frustrating when you want to access it from the place that you're in. But having a little bit of understanding of how the brainwave states works, I think that helps where we stay up in beta and that's our easily distracted get it done, but maybe not be so present, not retain a lot of information. We can come down to alpha and alpha is a brainwave state that has been proven to be more effective for accelerated learning, healing making affirmations work better, making imagery for healing a certain part of the body have more oomph than just speaking or thinking or affirming or visualizing while we're still all the way up in beta. So taking some time to familiarize yourself with the journey that your mind goes through from beta to alpha to theta, which is such a different space to be in where I come to a lot when I'm working with someone on the table and they can get there too. That's when we start seeing things differently, seeing our bodies differently, maybe having different experiences that are not the norm that could be so supernatural to some people. But really, it's just when you access that theta brainwave state. And then delta is our sleep state. There's even more below delta, (laughs) but we won't get into all that. Understanding that when you meditate or when you do healing visualization work, guided imagery, it's all about accessing different parts of your brain. That's what will continue to get easier and easier for you to do the more that you practice. But in the beginning, one thing that I'm going to suggest to you that Raymond Grace suggested to me, a great teacher that I love, he said to look up when you're wanting to access alpha. And also to hold your breath for about 17 seconds while you look up. So give that a try. But you might have to try lots of different techniques before you find what really works for you to get into a lower brainwave state, to be more receptive and observant of your own energy. For me, I didn't know any of that. I was just spending so much time seeing clients. And sometimes I was really relaxed and sometimes I wasn't sometimes I could do really good at it, sometimes I had things on my mind. I had to learn how to train my mind to do what I want it to do. And that's what I want to invite you to and hopefully make you really excited about. The healing power of a focused mind. Our minds have so much potential (laughs) that we have not even accessed yet. So I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to Be looking at different meditation practices. Try free meditations, all kinds. I mean, there's so many on YouTube, so many that you can Google, so many free downloads. I'm working on making some really effective meditation downloads for you. But in the meantime, just explore playing some on YouTube, putting some headphones on or some earbuds, see what it feels like. The more you practice meditation, the easier it's going to be for you to come home to your energy and to do energy work. No matter where you are, you'll get to the point that you could be standing in line at the bank and you're doing energy work. Now, any crowd I find myself in, if I'm in a coliseum full of people going to a concert, I can clear the energy. I can raise the vibration. I can entertain myself anywhere I might be while I'm waiting. And hopefully, Enhancing that situation and that space for the greater good instead of being bored. So that's something that is available to you, but it does require practice. Another bit of feedback that I've had halfway in the course is a lot of people having trouble breathing. And I think this comes from a lot of pressure we put on ourselves to do something right. And I want to free you up about that right now. You have this. Incredible resource inside of you. If you guys have been listening to me for any length of time, you know how passionate I am about breath. And I can tell you, I couldn't do any of the energy work that I do. I could not connect in with clients or even do self healing on myself if I didn't use the tool of my breath. As soon as my breath gets constricted, everything stops. I have no connection to myself to Mother Earth, to spirit, I have zero connection. I can feel very cut off and alone. And I want to go really deeply into that because I think until we grasp this concept of how useful and how valuable our breath is, none of this is going to be very easy for you to do. And the minute you access the full potential of your breath. All of this is going to be very, very easy. What I observe with a lot of clients that I work with is something is inhibited in our ability to feel free with our breathing. And it feels like that treasure, that total gift and resource that we've been given that is far greater than people realize there's been some sort of disconnect to the abundance and prosperity of that that needs to be rediscovered for our ultimate health and well-being. I have had clients tell me that they have called their doctors having panic attacks, trying to do the breathwork exercises that I've given them. I have a lot of clients that tell me that they just can't seem to get it right. And there's this internal pressure that comes to them with breathing. And I think this is very deep. And we all have this inside of us that needs healing. And what it is, in my experience, is that lack of knowing abundance on a physical level. The belief that our bodies have that we don't Deserve freedom or prosperity or abundance or that much, that much, really. Just think about breath and how unlimited and expansive it is. And then think about how limited and not free our minds make ourselves. And then lots of times I think that area of the body, the diaphragm, that mid thoracic area, the rib cage, all of that. Has gotten so constricted with how confining and stressful life can be. So, if breathing seems difficult for you, or if it seems hard, like you just don't think you can get a full deep breath, if you can't access that, I want you to tell your body that it's free and that it is allowed. To do whatever you want it to do. And breath is yours. It's yours. It's a gift. It will connect you to the spiritual realms. It will ground you to Mother Earth. It will nourish you, sustain you, detox you, (laughs) help you release things that aren't yours. It's such a big deal, but it has a lot to do with our internal beliefs about prosperity in abundance. Do we feel abundant with life force energy? Do we have what we need? We really do. And we can access it right there in the center of us, right there where our diaphragm is. You have an extraordinary gift and it's quite magical when you start to work with it. So don't give up. Your breath is the bridge. I tell you guys that all the time. Continue to work with your breath. If you don't know where to start with meditation, just start with some breath work. Just start with observing the breath going in and out. Observe and follow the pathways and the patterns, the motions, the flow, or the constriction. Just watch it without judgment. And before you know it, you've probably been meditating for two or three minutes. That's where to start. Don't start with setting a timer for 20-minute meditation. That's not going to happen right off the bat. Start with five minutes and breathe and keep it simple and remember that this can be easy for you. So now that we've talked about accessing different brainwave states and how you're going to have to play around with how you do that, it's different for each person, but hey, why were the shamans of old always doing things to alter their state of consciousness, whether it was drumming, whether it was praying, chanting, dancing, or even using teacher plants? All through the ages, we've known that we have to access different brainwave states in order to achieve different results. So it could be working in your garden. It could be Going for a run. It could be listening to music. It could be playing a drum. It could be your prayer and mantra time. Doesn't really matter what it is. Just figure out what gets you there. And the only way to know what's there (laughs) is to practice. And now that we're breathing, I hope that you are enjoying your breath right now, that you're a little bit more full of your own spirit, of your own life force energy. Now that we've done that, let's talk more about the energy field. Okay, so we have discussed the first level of the field. And what I'd like to recommend that you do this week is have someone stand against a solid color wall. Usually white is the best choice, you know, white or off white wall, just a wall without patterns. Have someone stand and you back away from them and see if you can tell if there's an outline around them. If you can see just a little bit of a glow, just a little bit of a haze, when you soften your gaze, you are connecting in with the first level of the field. And keep your gaze soft. And just notice if you can see a little bit further out from them, colors, any patterns of movement or colors, shapes or swirls. See if you can see that moving Unstructured level of the emotional body. You might be able to see one of these or the other, doesn't matter, and don't try too hard. Just let it be easy and be in that beginner's mind with it. The more you practice this, the more you might start to notice about the people that you interact with. But as far as your awareness about you and the first and second levels of your energetic field, okay, what are you going to do with this information? Now you've been working on becoming aware of it, checking in with it, observing what it might feel like, what it might look like. Now what? Okay, the first level of your energetic field is indicative of how vibrantly healthy and robust you are. So exercise, physical exercise is going to strengthen that blue white glow around you and surgeries and drugs are going to weaken the first level of the field. You can tell how vital someone is, how much qi or jing we would say in another culture, but how much life force energy is in someone by the glow of the first level of the field. So what I would like for you to do is assess where you've had surgeries, where the field might have been compromised, and where you might need to do some strengthening energetically to make sure that this level of you is intact and strong. And very useful for you. It's like your energy container. And how about the second level of the field, the emotional body? Your emotions are affecting your physical health every second of every day. Your emotional body is indicating to you where emotions might be stagnant or not serving you very well. And one thing that I want to clear up about the emotions is this they are not meant to be removed, they are meant to be. Worked with, evolved, and transmuted into something that is more effective for you because they're yours. And none of them are bad. There's no emotion that's bad for you to have. But if there's not movement, if there's not processing in a healthy way of every emotion, this is where dis ease can start to manifest in the physical body. And this can be seen by someone who can see the energetic field. You can see areas of the emotional body that are not. As vibrant and colorful, they start to be dim and dark where old past emotional hurts and wounds get lodged into that level of the field, which in turn starts to affect the physical body eventually. So we are emotional beings and we have to be tapping in with that level of ourselves in order to attain the greatest level of health that we can have. But here's a secret I want to share with you. And if you walk away from this course retaining one thing that I say, I hope it's this, your energy field will do what you tell it to do. What is the most amazing thing to me is that we as humans have not been taught that, that if you want to take fear or rage or anger or shame or guilt, and you want to transmute that into something that you can work with, something that's more effective for you, such as Self love or prosperity or health or abundance or whatever power, whatever you want. Guess what? All you have to do is tell your energetic field what you want it to do and what you want it to be, and it will respond. But the crazy thing is, as long as I've been doing this, it is really easy to forget that my energy field does what I tell it to. So, say, on any given day, you feel like you have some rage in you and it's old rage, or maybe you've taken on emotions of someone else. Maybe you have guilt and shame in you from ancestral or mass consciousness. Maybe it's not even yours, but you're walking around carrying it and it's affecting your day-to-day life and how much joy you get to experience. Well, you can tell your emotional body and you can work with your emotional body and tell it All right, let's transmute this rage or grief or shame. Let's transmute that into personal power, self love, prosperity. And a good thing to start doing is each day tell your body what it deserves because a lot of our bodies, physically, I'm talking about, do not believe they even deserve life from a lot of the conditioning that we've had. I see it in people every day where their mind thinks they deserve love or. Their mind thinks they deserve prosperity, but uh -uh, their body does not. So we have to tell these bodies what we want them to do. And you're affecting the second level of the field, which is having a huge impact on your health every single time you do that. So what do you want more of in your life? I want you to start telling your body that you deserve that each and every morning. Also tell your body that it's going to do what you want it to do and that you are in control of it. Because believe it or not, sometimes our bodies don't even think that we have choices. They don't think that we are the ones that are the sovereign over that body. They think somebody else is from, this is old stuff. This is ancestral, deep healing work that we're doing here. This is so much deeper than you can realize. And I know that it sounds simple, but I cannot tell you how many times I check in with my body and What it believes is a lot different than what my mind believes about what I deserve and how my life should be. We have to work with these organs to raise their consciousness level and get our body on the same page of our mind, which we're going to discuss in the next episode, our minds. Whoo. That's such a powerful topic as well. But right now we're on the emotions. So I want you to think about this for this week. What emotions do you feel like you hold? In your physical body, what is swirling around in that second level of your energy field affecting your overall health? What emotions would you like more of? Because we can definitely add those frequencies. Every emotion has a specific frequency. There's a particular frequency for love and for joy and for kindness, generosity. There's so many. You can get so creative with it. But think about what particular frequencies you feel like you hold at this time in your body and what else you would like to hold and have the frequency of in your body. And maybe you like a little less of the frequency of rage or envy or shame. If they're not serving you, you and only you have the power to change it. This is exciting work to me. Because I feel like a lot of our chronic conditions and ailments come from this second level of the field, the emotional body. And this is a gorgeous, beautiful part of you that's yours to tend to and cultivate and be a good steward of. It just gives me cold chills, really, to think about people out there being able to tend to their emotional bodies, beautify them, enhance them and claim the emotions that they want to hold because everything's frequency. So when we get on a particular frequency and when we make sure that we are tuned in to the kind of feelings that we want to have in life instead of carrying around old emotional frequencies that no longer serve us and may not really even have anything to do with us. They may be from our ancestors or from mass consciousness. This is your work for this week. Think about what you want. And tell your body that that's what you're going to do. And your body's going to respond to you. I promise. Keep on healing. Until next time. Thanks for being here. And if you have any questions for me, you can email me at healing at evangelinehemrick.com.